Baseball with the Bard. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode here, number 23. Holy cow. Of Baseball with the Bard. I am your new host, as we said, we're rebranding Noah Cross. Joining me is my best friend and co-host, Mr. Tyler Bard. And look forward to, right after this, join us for Cross and Wrestling Entertainment, where Tyler will be taking over the hosting duties for the first time ever on CWE. Tyler, it's weird being on this side of the screen for the baseball show. How do you, how <laughs> I do you feel? I actually started started us on the wrong yeah. side. I was like, wait, no, you're over here now. <laughs> there you go. Um, it's You know what? I'm used to this side on Crossum, so we'll, we'll have to uh, see how it feels when it's switched when we get over there later today. For sure. And we work well together, as we always know, right? It just works out anyways. Any way we for do sure. it, it'll work out. For sure. So as you know, we are always streaming on Facebook, YouTube at Bard and Cross Entertainment, Twitch at TBard5195. Make sure you go follow Tyler, drop a sub if you like, even some gift subs. Uh, and you can find us anywhere on your favorite podcast platform. So please come yes, and sir. join us. Come hang out as we always like to talk baseball, wrestling, and I know Tyler plays a lot of fall guys. So if you're looking to lab up and Just learn how to how to play Fall Guys, you know, a somewhat okay, like subpar. <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. Fall Guys, go watch Tyler play. With that being said, let's jump into baseball with, uh, I think, a huge headline. If you ask me, I think it is a huge headline that we've had over this last week as MLB will introduce Lou Gehrig Day. Major That's League so Baseball cool. will dub June 2nd the first annual Lou Gehrig Day. And by we say annual, it will happen every year on June 2nd, sort of like a um, Jackie Robinson, sorry, Reggie Jack, right, Jackie Robinson Day and so on. Uh, and things that MLB does there. Um, it'll be an annual happening. Jeff Passan says in his ESPN article, and I quote, Major League Baseball will hold a sport-wide Lou Gehrig dig starting this season, honoring the Hall of Fame New York Yankees first baseman, whose grace and courage fighting, um, let me pronounce this correctly. You got it. Amotrophic lateral sclerosis inspired well, hey. a group of those affected by the disease to make a June 2nd synonymous with him. So this is an absolute amazing thing that MLB has done. It is great to see. And I put a line here, and I, I stand by this. MLB has been showing how much they support their players in absolute amazing ways over these last few years. Um, and I put here, first with the Players Alliance, and then the BLM moments that they have, uh, the Black Lives Matter moments that we had at the beginning of last year's season. They highlighted um, during the, I'm sorry, first week of the previous season. And now baseball is showing how much they have their players' backs, whether past, present, or even future. They they know that they're going to stick up for their guys. They're going to say, this is what we're doing to make, you know, to, to look, not not just look good, but to, to do good, right? To do the right thing yeah. and to show that we're putting our best foot forward. Um, so Tyler, I mean, what do you think of this? This is great. I, again, you I think with your last statement there, you've you made it incredibly clear. Uh, MLB is, uh, I don't think they're just posturing. A lot of people called all these moves posturing and, and media pleasing. Um, no, I disagree. I, I think the MLB is moving in the correct direction and, and giving uh, credit and paying homage and respect to those people who deserve it. Uh, and this, uh, I actually hadn't heard about this until you told me about it. Um, so, I mean, one of the greatest and biggest names in baseball ever suffering with MLS. I actually have two family members who suffer from MLS. Um, so it is a, a or a, uh, ALS, excuse me. Well, MLS, both same thing. Um, so it, it's, it's a brutally debilitating disease. Uh, and it's incredible to see MLB taking the initiative with this. 
For sure. So I'm, I'm looking forward to whatever moments that June 2nd day will include. Uh, so if you see things happening all over baseball, because every team will be doing this, it's a major league baseball initiative, not just a team like, you know, for example, Derek Jeter retiring. It's, it was just a Yankees thing, but this is a whole MLB such scenario here uh, or day of honoring the uh, Lou Gehrig. And then obviously honoring all those individuals who have suffered with that same disease that he uh, went through in his life. So I'm excited to see what families maybe MLB will bring out to the field, what type of events and festivities will happen on that day. And it's good because this sort of tells us that, you know, we're going to get to have some fans in the seats, right? I mean, oh, yeah. Thank I can God. imagine. That's so uh, excited, Noah. Me too, man. Same. We're, we're going to get to sit in seats. Oh, man. We're, we're sit, sit in seats. All yeah. of our all of our tickets were ruined last season. This is true. We had, we had we so lost, many games. I dude, we had fourteen games lined up last season. We were ready yeah. to go to the very first Astros game at Yankee Stadium since the tickets. cheating scandal. We, we had, had our shirts ready. Trevor Bauer, I hate you now, but I'm still gonna, <laughs> I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna wear that shirt though. <laughs> yeah, we. Um, what Tyler's talking about, if anyone doesn't know, is Trevor Bauer has a line of shirts uh, from his website called Bauer Outage. Bauer Outage. Um, and he has a whole bunch of things, <laughs> um, particularly of what we were referring to as a lot of Houston shirts that, you know, says Houston cheated or Astros Houston cheated trash tros with like a yeah. trash can and an asterisk over the trash can mm -hmm. like it was their logo. So anyway, that's just who Trevor Bauer is, which is why we fell in love with him. I still love him. Tyler, not anymore. But you know why. If you watch the show, if you don't go back and watch. Anyway. Yeah. OK, whatever. Screw that guy. Uh, Anyway, uh, we'll hop into a little bit of Yankees news with Jordan Montgomery, followed by manager Aaron Boone. First, with Jordan Montgomery, he gets a little bit of confidence boosters from some Yankees veterans. Uh, in a press conference on Tuesday, Monty discussed confidence-boosting texts he received from Andy Pettit and CC Sabathia regarding his pitching performances so far this spring. Tyler, I want you to – let me. How old That's some company, huh? Yeah, I, I want you to just picture this, okay? Dear Lord. You are Jordan Montgomery. All right, you are, you know, a Yankees pitcher. You pitched four seasons in Major League Baseball. Okay, yeah. um, you know, I mean, you're a young guy, right? You're I am a young, young guy. You know? Yes, you're a young guy. Okay, uh, Jordan Montgomery is 28. All right, I just had to look that up. 28, and you get a text message on the same day from Andy Pettit and CC Sabathia saying, "Keep your head up. You're doing good. You're going to do big things in New York." How? What are you feeling? Oh my gosh! Like. Two of your the legendary icons that you look up to uh, just told you that you're going to be doing big things in New York. Uh, two guys that he watched when he was coming up through the minor leagues and through college uh, texted him personally. It wasn't like through his agent mm -hmm. personally telling him, kid, you got a spot in this lineup. How do you even respond? Literally, just like thank you, thank you, sir. Uh, <laughs> appreciate it. Like, what what am I supposed to say to that? You know, that is absolutely insane. I'm sure he was fangirling like an absolute fiend when that happened. Oh, 100 percent man. It's it's just one of those moments where I remember when I, I saw him at the press conference, he just kind of like was he was almost giggling with like a little bit of glee, right? Just like mm, you know, like uh, I got a text <laughs> from Cece and Andy. Um, that's just wild. You know, oh, man. especially if they're, oh. you know, they're they're praising him, they're giving him a little bit of confidence boost. Um, and the big, cool. the biggest thing with that is there's a very good chance because we listen. You know, Garrett Cole is the number one. 
All right. Sure. Cole, opening day starter. I don't care who you're facing. When it is, Garrett right. Cole's number one. All right. No, I number know. two, I think you, I think they I think what they're gonna do, and, and I'm just gonna stick with this. I think they're gonna go Cole Tyone Kluber. Okay. I think they're gonna put I, Tyone. I would mix Cole. Tyone and Kluber. I would I, I think a lot of people would say that. I really I don't know. I think by the end of spring training, they're they're gonna put regardless of that, those actually are Montgomery's your ace. All right, I'm going to go. <laughs> regardless, <laughs> regardless of that, um, those are going to be the first three, okay? Oh, yeah. Montgomery, great chance. He could be in the number four hole, all right? His career with the Yankees over four seasons, he's, he's got he's accumulated 13 wins and 10 losses. Now, don't forget, he's had a, he's had an injury in there. I'm pretty sure he's had Tommy John, and he's had a good a couple stints in the bullpen. So it's not like he's starting every five days, okay? Sure. Uh, and he's had an ERA of 414 with 219 strikeouts. All right. All right. I mean, and, and, and like I said, he's going to be in the four hole for the New York Yankees. And let's look back to a game he had last season in the postseason where the Yankees really couldn't get much going in the term. And after Garrett Cole, the pitching was just like, all right, I, I don't fucking know. Right. I, I, I got nothing. Um, and Montgomery went out there against the, the uh, Rays and pitched a solid six innings of, I think, one or two run ball. So sure. You would. What you or I would say would be keeping his team in the game by a lot. Yep. Stand um, until the sixth. Yeah. Excuse me. And uh, just one of those things. So uh, there's a good chance Montgomery could be in the number four hole. Tyler, looking at those numbers, I don't know how much you know about Montgomery. What do you think? Do you do you think that's a solid option for number uh, four? With hole? everything you have going on right now, sure. I think he's a solid four option. Uh, you lost a bunch of guys who would have been much of uh, a much better suit for that position. Um, so I think with working what you have, working with what you have right now, oh, English is hard. Um, I, I think this was the best move. And I think before this even came out about the text, I think everyone had him as your number four guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the uh, Andy Pettit and CC Sabathia text messages kind of just tell you something different because those are two guys who are probably both going and going to be Hall of Famers. Mm. Um, so especially Cece, in my opinion. Yeah. I think he absolutely deserves the Hall of Fame. First ballot. Um, not, probably not. He'll not probably take ballot. a while. He's got not a lot of hate way. for no reason. Um, no it's, not, we'll it's, not, it's not steroid hate. But True. Next, topic, next episode, how about we put in... Steroids and how they've affected the league. How they affected the Hall of Fame. Let's do that. Okay, I like that. Let's like, or, or even like infamous... Uh, infamous infamous steroid scandals? No, no, no. I just want to say people who... Um, I don't know how to a word it's for the it. Pete but... Rose, Barry Bonds, yes. Mark McGuire, and Alex Rodriguez podcast. Tune in next week. <laughs> put that in the script next week. We'll talk about that before we get to the games. But anywho, we'll jump into that in a little while. Uh, let's go to one more Yankee news piece of Yankee news here before we get to the a couple. Oh, Red, yeah, a Red Sox bit here, but I'll let Tyler take. <laughs> That's very scary. Aaron Boone ha- has a pacemaker put in over this last week. He took some time off. Uh, as we see here, the Yankees universe was shocked to learn of the news of skipper Aaron Boone taking time off to have a pacemaker put in. This comes just days after the beginning of spring training. Boone said in a tweet, and I'll read it to you here, thank uh, to all of you that have reached out to me, prayed for me, or wished me well. Thank you. Support has been overwhelming and humbling. I feel great and can't wait to get back real soon. This was a day before Boone actually returned yesterday. Crazy. Uh, so he's back on the mound already. He's good to go. Brian Cashman actually in an interview, the Yankees general manager, talked about how he received a FaceTime call 
and it was from Aaron Boone, and he was just kind of like, "Hello." <laughs> he answered it, and Boone was sitting there, and he's like, "Hey, Cash, how's it going?" And he's all, you know, good to go. And, and Cashman described how he was surprised. He's just like, "Hey, buddy, like, you all right? What are you doing?" And Boone's like, "I'm good to go, boss. Uh, let's hop back in there, and let's get back to work." So signs of a good skip right there. Absolutely. So from what it looks like, Boone is more than ready to go to kick off the season alongside the Bronx Bombers. Now, I don't know about you, Tyler. Actually, no, I do because I texted you, but I was I was absolutely stunned. Yeah, you were blown away when this headline popped up. I mean, you know, you don't you don't think about this stuff. And you look at back at last season, the um, uh, the Nationals manager uh, also had the same uh, uh, procedure done and he actually had a heart attack last season um, probably two years ago uh, when they were in the World Series. And then he came back. And, and his team won the World Series. So, I mean, you know, that's Dave Martinez we're talking about there. So, I don't know. I mean, pacemakers win World Series, Tyler. That's it. it. He's setting the pace. It, all right. I'm going to go. Uh, I'm <laughs> 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 so, it's good to see. And, Tyler, I know before we jump into Jackie, yeah. I, know you're, I know you're a Sox fan. It's good to see Boone back. It's good to see he's doing well. Um, and, I mean, he's here. You know, he's here. He is. So, and I do want to say something because I saw a few Yankees fans, and this this pissed me off. I don't care who you are, I don't a player, whatnot. If something's going on with you health wise, as serious as having a pacemaker put in, oh. and I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see someone say a comment, "Oh, I hope he doesn't come back." I don't care how much you don't like a player, a manager, a, a personality, an umpire. I don't care who it is. If someone right. is on the line. Come on, am I the am I the biggest Aaron Boone fan? Absolutely not. You know that. You've I have been very vocal you. about your disdain Absolutely. for some of his decisions. Absolutely. But the second I saw that, I was I was shocked. I was worried for Boone. Why? Because he's he's a Yankee skipper. So what? He makes a couple mis- decisions that hey, I he's disagree. Still a person. With. He's a human being, and he wants the best for the Yankees, regardless. Okay. Right. So I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, hope Boone never comes back. So if you were that type of Yankees fan, just just get, we we don't have anywhere. We don't have anything for you. Like just right. That, ridiculous to me I you mean, can't I sit care. with us literally i don't even care if it was like cora like even alex cora for the red Sox. if, if something happened right. health wise i'd I'd wish the best for alex cora i mean it, when john farrell went out with all his sicknesses everyone was immediately to his side exactly um except for those few who are just like oh i hope he dies yeah uh, and that's just ridiculous that's yeah. people who are hiding behind a computer screen without showing their face like me and you do so we can be held accountable for our comments uh, who don't show their face or have a profile picture on their profiles and say whatever they want because they think there's no repercussions for your words. Well, there are. Yeah. And karma is a real thing. Precisely. So no, I wish obviously Tyler and I, I, I I know he does. We wish the best for Boone, get healthy. And uh, I don't know if I agree with it for a Red Sox fan to say, Aaron, Frickin' Boone, I hope you have a full and complete recovery. <laughs> yes, and that took a lot. That took a I, lot. <laughs> I don't agree with me on this, but let's win that World Series, Booney. All right, let's get it done. See, yeah, he, he's out now. Jackie All Bradley right. Jr. is on his way out, isn't he, Noah? Yes, Tyler. Take it away, sir. Yeah, so uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. has kind of been the focal point of the Red Sox trading block for the last three years. Uh, he's been a name that every single season uh, in the offseason, everyone would go to each other and say, all right, you got to get rid of one of the outfielders. Who are you getting rid of for for pitching or for whatever we're going to get for him? 
it was always Jackie Bradley Jr. But then every time it would get to that point, we're like, wait, no, we don't want to. I don't want to lose Jackie. Look at him. Look at this guy. Look at this diving catch he's making. He's almost vertical making this beautiful diving catch. But unfortunately, Jackie Bradley has made the move and he will be signing with the Brewers. The Red Sox stellar outfielder is in. Uh, oh, what is what? what? I'm talking about the Red Sox outfield. Oh, oh, I, I was like, what did you write here? <laughs> the outfield is in ruins. That is probably the most perfect way to describe our outfield right now. Uh, after the last piece of the 2018 World Series winning outfield leaves Boston after just last week losing Andrew Benintendi. Jackie Bradley Jr., a.k.a. JBJ, has struck a deal with the Milwaukee Brewers. He receives a guaranteed two-year $24 million contract. Wow. Yep. Yeah. He leaves Boston with a career 239 batting average, 98 home runs, and an OPS of 732. The biggest loss by far is on the defensive side. JBJ is easily one of the best outfielders in the game. One of the, he's, I would put him almost as number one. He, when it comes to playing defense, except for one person, I can think of one person who I would put defensively above. Jackie Bradley Jr., also a center fielder, Lorenzo Kane. Okay. Is probably the yep. only defensive player that I yep. would put ahead of him. I don't think I can think of any single player. Carlos Gomez used to be there. He's not anymore. Mike Trout, not a chance in hell. I would put him up there anymore uh, next to Jackie Bradley. He's top 10, but he's not, you know, Jackie Bradley material. Andrew mm-hmm. Benintendi's up there. Um, but Jackie Bradley Jr., man, made some of the most wonderful catches as a Red Sox player. I can personally remember my favorite one uh, where he's diving to his right from center field and ends up flying like headlong into the green monster Mm. and still managed to pull the ball in. Um, That is just the kind of effort that Jackie Bradley always put out there on the field. Uh, And it's going to be a shame to see him go. He's, he's a player who I always at all times felt like he was on his way out at all times, but he was a team guy. He was a town guy. He was a guy who showed up to all the Red Sox fundraisers, uh, and it's going to be a shame to see him go. Our outfield is a is a absolute shell of what it used to be, and it looks like uh, J- uh, uh, JD better get settled in in left field because, uh, oh boy, we're going to need some help in that outfield coming up. Who would have thought that? Three years after 2018, that we the best outfield in baseball would com- be completely decimated. Insanity. Yep. I yep. am personally uh, very sad to see Jackie go. But as always, when a player leaves the Red Sox and it's nothing, uh, there's no heart hurt feelings. You got to wish him the best of luck. Uh, and we like the Brewers. Uh, I wish you the best of luck with the Brewers. We, our friend Drew's brother Dave, is a big Brew Crew fan. Uh, so send him, sending him over there with Christian Yelich. Uh, only bigger and better and, things. And, and Tyler Lorenzo Kane's in the center. In center and Lorenzo Kane in center field. So it's insane. Uh, they're going to have an absolutely uh, crazy, crazy outfield. Uh, so I forgot Lorenzo moved over there now. I, I, I can only picture him in the white and blue. I never see him literally in any other uh, uh, uniform. So, yeah, no, it's uh, best outfield in baseball. I I mean, how many times have Dave and I had that argument of uh, why the Red Sox outfield is better? Jackie Bradley Jr. 
that's the only reason that they constantly beat that outfield out. And now that outfield, uh, you better hit a home run. That's basically the best way I can uh, say it. If you're playing against a crew crew and it better be by a lot. Yeah. It better not be a squeaker. We've seen what happens when Mookie's in the outfield or Jackie and you're hitting a squeaker. Guess what? Look at Kane. How many times he climbed the damn wall? It doesn't even make sense. He puts (laughs) in the work. Like I I just want to, it's unbelievable the amount of time he, he he has to put into his routine to get that yeah. good. I mean, you can't – practicing robbing a home run isn't something you do. Like we talk about in wrestling, when you take a bump off of a steel cage, you don't just – you don't like, all right, let's go practice this. Like, no, you just do it. Right. Um, so, I mean, his, his, his routine must just be insane to where he can keep up with that and be able to rob home runs that are literally like a foot and a half to two feet over the wall. And that's another man that can do the same thing. So having him and Kane in your outfield makes it a stellar outfield. And speaking of stellar performances, Clovercrest Media is full of a lot of stellar podcasts. Get a taste of a few of them right now. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys to the city. I crossed up by Kobe, well, floated Shaq, and then Shaq goes like this, and the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, devil woman. Speaking of those Lakers. But I, but I, hold on, fun. But I didn't make my I didn't make my I said Denver's going to win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clovercrest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. When I was 12 years old, I became a Jack Nicholson superfan. This happened almost overnight on an evening in February 1997 when I first saw The Shining. Here's Johnny! In those 20 plus years, I never stopped being a Jack superfan. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Get ready for You Don't Know Jack, hosted by me. Subscribe today on your favorite podcast platform. Crossum Wrestling Entertainment Podcast presented by Clovercrest Media is what you AEW fans have been looking for. Noah Cross and Tyler Bard give their take on every week's episode of Dynamite. If you are a massive AEW fan, then it is time to join us every Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time. Stay Crossum. Let's go! Let's go! What a dive! Hell yes! Gotta end on a high note. That was awesome. What are you shaking your head about, Mr. Cross? That dive doesn't even... I didn't even know you... And listen, I don't play a lot of Fall Guys. (laughs)
Well, I didn't even know you could dive in the air mm-hmm. as you're falling. Extends you a little bit further. Yeah, well, guess what? That's for sure. Like, if I Listen, was playing a game against cats you... Cats do it all the time. That, and I... Okay. Well, I do I do love Kruger, so... Um, <laughs> so I rest, my, I rest my case. Yeah. With that... Oh, I bet, I, bet, I bet that guy was completely unexpected uh, me to come dive bombing onto his platform and yeah, ruin the game wild. for him. That was wild. He was also a high-level skin, though. That costume cost a lot, so he was a good player, too. Maybe he just paid for it. He could have paid for it. No, it's crowns. You can't pay for crowns. Can't oh, pay for crowns. You got to earn them. At a Seattle play, Fall Guys. So, got to earn them, Noah. That's good to know. Um, speaking of earning it, Joe, uh, that legendary wiffle ball player, has earned it, and we oh, God, yeah. have landed him for our show, CWE, which you saw another ad for right back to back. So, the only one and only Joseph Aguirre. Uh, I mean, what a what an honor. Yeah, it's going to be wild. So make sure you tune in at noon for Cross Wrestling Entertainment, where we do our picks for uh, Revolution pay-per-view tonight. Folks. Nine matches, Noah. Dude. And the announcement, Dude. Paul White's massive anni- announcement of a Hall of Fame caliber wrestler joining AEW. I, the great my caliber. mind has... <laughs> So the you're, Red Sox. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, your dad would agree, but this is baseball, as you said. This is yep. This true. is baseball. True. So week baseball. one of spring training is behind us, folks. Yay! Baseball is back. The it's back. My heart. I literally just got a text message before the show started, everybody, from our friend Courtney asking Noah, "Do you want to be in a fa- fantasy baseball league?" I got that uh, same text. Yes, you did, because we're going to be in the same league. Absolutely, we want to be in a fantasy baseball league. Noah's not allowed to play. He's too good, and it's just – it's this man sits all day and waits. He waits for the proper move and just steals every proper player. I get home, and I'm just like, all right, let's see. who's They're all gone. All right. Um, guess I'll just lose. Yep. So, remember two years ago? What did I do in the last week of the season? Do you remember? Oh, yeah. You contacted everyone who was a shitty player and took all of their good players. Yep. And, uh, and everyone, was really, everyone, everyone was really mad at you. Hey, it's called Wheel. You think Brian Cashman's sitting on his butt <laughs> just waiting? Chain Bloom, you think he's just sitting back? No, they're making moves. They're managed. They're GMs, all right? So as the GM of, um, I don't know what I'm naming my team this year. I think, I think We all know what you're going to name your team, the New Britain Rockcats, all, all right? right? up tyler no <laughs> that's not true i think i was the london nemos oh, wait that was the football league never mind that was, that was the football league exactly tyler, take it away for some red sox baseball this week. we do have some red sox news and red sox baseball updates the red sox went three and three in week one of spring training a 500 record oh my gosh that's not bad boys let's go that's better than not 500 all right uh jd seems to be settling in which is definitely a good sign. I uh, don't know about you, Noah. I, I have been nervous that he may not settle into this position as like the guy. He, mm. Right now, he is in contention uh, with Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers as the guy for the Red Sox. Uh, and he seems to be doing okay. Uh, especially with Bogarts being out right now. Bogarts has been benched currently because of a lingering shoulder soreness. Uh, Coming along well, though, but as in his position, shoulder soreness is a absolute 
horrible injury to have to deal with, and we have to be careful because if we lose him, oh, oh Lord, Tyler, that if, is not if good. Bogarts, if Xander Bogarts can't start opening day, that is traumatic. I'm, I'm not even trying to be exact, like exaggerating and being funny. That is traumatic to the Red Sox. Xander Bogarts has, and I'm going to say it, he has Mike Trout like numbers behind the plate or by the. Oh plate. yeah, it's insane how well he right. does. That's why we need him to stay healthy. And, you know, we Noah, you and I had said um, and probably agreed that Rafael Devers uh, is going to be the face of the organization and moving forward. But Xander Bogarts is the heart of the organization. And he's he's the guy who keeps the team motivated and running and functioning. Uh, and he's in that always in that three or four spot. He's that guy who get on base. I'll bring you home. Yep. Uh, so. He needs, needs, needs to be healthy for opening day. If that means he doesn't play a lick of spring training, I am okay with that. Mm -hmm. uh, I just, we need him healthy for day one. For sure. Uh, and then there's a, uh, the prospects showing up. We have Jer Jaron Duran. I don't know why I had such a hard time saying his name earlier. Uh, it was like a tongue twister for some reason. Uh, he's hitting 500 right now. Uh, he's five for 10 in the first week of spring training. Um, I believe he was also the one I didn't get to watch too much of the spring training. I started a new job this week, uh, so I've been all over the place. And uh, oh, man, I think I turned it on when I got home in between my two jobs. And I saw this kid step up to the plate and he hit a home run. I was like, yep. all right, let me turn that back off and off to my <laughs> next job. Very good. Good job, boys. Fantastic. Um and as we see this Red Sox team take form, it's definitely going to be exciting to see how everything plays out. Um, I, I hate to beat this drum we do every week uh, of saying, like, do we think they have enough? Do we think they're going to make it any further than third place? Do we think they're going to get to second place, potentially? Um, I think I have come to the reality of the fact that the Red Sox ain't making it past third place. And the only way they're making the postseason is if there is an extended playoffs or uh, expanded playoffs. Um, and, oh, I just don't know. Rob Manfred gets rid of all the good ones and keeps all the shitty ones. Uh, so the best thing he added last season was the uh, expanded playoffs. And I, man, I hope he keeps it. That keeps that in because I think that's the Red Sox only chance uh, of making it to the playoffs this season. We'll see. Maybe there's some big blockbuster trades that happen in the middle of the season uh, that push the Red Sox to go on and uh, potentially get a trophy. Uh, but I don't know. It's the, obviously the more, ominous and the better off team is the guys you see on your screen now the new york yankees are the ones who seem to be heading towards a, a potential 28th world series ring oh, yeah i mean you, you you referred earlier to uh as you beating a drum to death and that's kind of what we've been doing the last what like 10 seasons now uh, uh, <laughs> and, oh this is 28 we're gonna do it this year yankees this got it Let's put the 28 uh, jerseys on again. Like the Sox in week one of spring training, the Yankees are three for three, so 500 as well. Look at that. So, uh, oh, boys. Good, All right. Good postseason matchup there, Sox-Yanks, huh? Uh, oh, my God. If, Game seven tonight. If that, if that holds up, no. Um, <laughs> Michael King got the opening day start for the Yankees uh, last Sunday. He did pretty good, pitching two wings of work. I'm pretty sure it was two-run ball for him. Nice. The One of the exciting storylines here is Jay Bruce and Derek Dietrich are the two latest additions to the Yankees roster for spring training. Jay Bruce. Right? I was a little surprised as well. Um, 
I think what the Yankees really are trying to do is they, they know, and this is a fact, that they need to add a solid lefty bat. They need to have an option at least for a solid lefty bat. Don't get sure. me wrong. Mike Ford is great. Uh, he, he, I, I feel like the Yankees struck lightning. They can't play every game. Like, well, that, and I feel like the Yankees struck lightning a few times when they had him pinch it and he just he just hit a you know a tying home run <laughs> yeah, at the bottom of the yeah, ninth. Yeah. Inning. Like, he did it, I think he did it twice, right, in like a week last season uh, or two seasons ago, and it was just kind of like, all right. Um, that shouldn't have cool. happened, but I'll take it. Thank you. Like Mike, Mike Ford's the man, and I don't get me wrong; I love Mike Ford. Um, they just really need that uh, some type of veteran presence. They have Gardner, which is good, but they need the solid lefty bat in the lineup between Jay Brewers and Derek Dietrich. That seems to be their options of where they're going to go with one of them to see who makes the twenty-six man roster. Um, I mean, Tyler, what what do you think about these two names here? These are guys that you know are are, are veterans in the game. They've been playing for a little while. Um, Dietrich is a little bit more versatile in the, in the infield. He could play a few different positions. But, I mean, I don't know. What, what do you think about these two options? Uh, bizarre. Uh, yeah. I don't think they were two players that the Yankees needed. Um, but the Yankees have extra space on their roster, obviously. So if these guys are going to be like a Raul Abanez, where they sit on the bench until they're needed, great. I, I think it's a smart pickup by, by the Yankees where they can. I, I, I see Noah relishing and mm. the, the the name of Raul Abanez Absolutely. behind yeah. behind the picture right now. He just oh. just closed his eyes and looked up at the ceiling. I literally did like that. Just <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. You said Raul Abanez and like the joy. Did he my- do it again? He, he did. Me. Raul too cool. How, how old were we when he did that? High school. High school, right? We're, we're talking like sophomore year. I think it was 2012, 2013. So sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I remember being in my house the first night with my, you know, my grandparents are diehard Yankees fans. Me, mom, pop yep. up. And I, and that, and Raul hit a home run. It's the first one to win it. And then to yep. tie it. I had to win it. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like we're still in. And I was freaking out. And then he did it again the next night. And I remember I looked at my grandfather and I said, pop up. How do how does he hit home runs like like I, I literally was just like <laughs> and they're not these little dinky things that's what I'm saying. like you see you see you know chip shots it's Yankee Stadium right I mean you and I can hit a home run and right to right field the Yankee Stadium opposite right. field too and right. I remember um just looking I'm like how does he hit him like that like he beat the crap out of those balls dude like it was almost like the pitcher was like yeah you know let's make this cool and and the the two in that one game were identical his one in the ninth and then his one in the like 11th or wherever Mm -hmm. they hit it it was the exact same location and i'm pretty Uh, sure it got to a knee too like it was like a it was like a pedroia home run i was a pedroia reggie jackson type of home run where he gets (laughs) it's so hard and I, and I just lost my mind. But, oh, Raul Ibanez. Sorry, you brought me back. You brought me yeah, back. All right. It's okay. But I think that's a good comparison. They could have these guys who have experience in the league, like Raul did when he signed with the Yankees. Everyone's like, what the shit mm-hmm. are they doing? Um, and then look, hero. So yep. some, uh, first name I would go to out of these two is Jay Bruce. Jay Bruce has that potential power at the plate to be like, hey, Bruce, go ahead and home run. Yep. He's like, all right. All right, you got it. Because yep. <laughs> they're not going to just put him out there with no one on base. He's going to have two guys on at least, and they'll be like, "All right, let's go. Go ahead and yep. run." Or they walk you, and we get to who get to the next guy. You know, yep. uh, so that's what I think they're going to be uh, most impressive with. Um, but it wasn't the signings; it was the pitchers I was impressed with for you guys this week. Yes, as we got to see Garrett Cole, Jameson Tyone, and Corey Kluber dazzle Corey and look 
Good. Only oh, pitched two scoreless in his first game, man. Two scoreless. Six up, six down. Yes. And um, um, what was I saying here? Um, Corey. And and this is spring training, so two innings in your first spring training game is. I, I oh know people yeah. Are familiar with it. That's that's really good. Uh, I mean, Garrett Cole pitched. Uh, I think what one and a third, and he allowed a run. That's Garrett right. Cole. Kluber came out after having a season of injury, two seasons of injury with Tommy John, a whole bunch of other hiccups. He came back and pitched two scoreless in his first appearance in spring. It's yep. Six up, six down. I'll take telling that over. And then twice on Sunday. All right. I'm telling you, he's the guy. He's Tyler, your guy. Kluber wins. I don't even know what wager I can put on this, but I'll have something for you next week, folks. Say <laughs> if Kluber wins a Cy Young or even comes close, even comes close. If, right. if he's in the if he's being considered. Yeah, if he's even in the conversation, like if, if if like Mad Dog says Kluber's Kluber could win the Cy Young, I'll be like, all right, all right, I'll have a wager for you next week. Uh, but anyway, I'm excited to see what awaits the Yankees in 2021 in the regular season. I'm gearing up for baseball. I'm so pumped. Um, I'm ready to go. So today there are a few notable games. First up is Yankees versus Phillies, as Jordan Montgomery, who we talked about before will be getting the start in today's game. Oh, no, that's the, not it. There it is. There we go. At the Philadelphia Phillies 105 Eastern Standard Time. Make sure you check out that game if you want, if you're a Yanks fan or a Phillies fan. Uh, the Red Sox taking on the Braves. Uh, that'll be a, a good game to tune into as well. Two good teams. I'm not sure who's starting for the Braves, but I haven't heard of Morton pitching lately, so you might see Morton today, folks. Uh, no! I want to <laughs> win! Um... Jays versus the Tigers. The Blue Jays have been looking pretty damn good so far this season. They're a team that could definitely win it They could run it. They could beat the Yankees out. I mean, I I think that's the team that I'm most worried about in the East. Uh, The Rays are still good. I just think the Jays have really been improving over the last few years. And then the Mets and Marlins. Looking forward to those new New York Mets with Lindor, Alonzo, all of those studs in the infield. Obviously, you got DeGrom going out there. uh, Pitching those baby Marlins. I don't know if DeGrom pitching today. I'm just saying in general, the, the Mets are looking stacked as ever. And, so, and the Marlins were one of the big shock value teams of last season because they mm-hmm. were the team that had all that COVID. Just, oh my God, ate their clubhouse apart. And they came back with no one. No one knew a single player on that team. And they kicked the hell out of the first like three or four teams they played. So I'm telling you, at those minor league teams... When they get up to the majors, if you get the whole team up there at the same time, they always play really well. Look at the Yankees. Look yeah. at the Yankees. Oh, when exactly. they had all these all these guys from the farm who, oh Lord, there's few teams that are that are better than them right now. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. The damn Dodgers. Hmm. We'll talk more about them next week. <laughs> all right. And with that being said, if you love podcasts, make sure you visit CloverCrestMedia.com for a wide selection of great shows covering sports, business relationships, pop culture, politics, and true crime. There are over 26 shows on the hashtag CMG Network. If you don't find one you like, you can start one of your own. We can help you launch your podcast for as little as $15 per month. CloverCrestMedia.com is the website to visit. Make sure you check it out and tell all your friends about it. You can visit CloverCrestMedia.com and click on the link for your latest on your favorite sports podcasts, as well as blogs, videos, and latest information. And with that being said, for the first time ever, I'm Noah Cross. That's Tyler Bard. And this was Baseball with the Bard.
time for Baseball with the Bar.